What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Something that's not talked about enough at the startup level is career growth. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit differently than I think I've ever talked about it before. And I want to kind of give some practical examples of what I'm talking about. Um, So, you know, at the startup level, when we think about career growth, people typically think about moving into a new role. But what I think I want to see more startup founders, HR leaders and managers inside of the startup sectors, what I want them to think a little bit more about is getting a little bit different and out of the box and empathetic when it comes to career growth. So for me, the, th- the thing and the tip and the advice that I try to give all the time is like, look, guys, at a minimum twice a year, you should be asking a very simple question. What has changed and what does career growth look like for you? Now, asking that question may not give you the best answer because the majority of employees don't really have a great understanding of that, right? So let me break down a couple of areas that career growth kind of falls into. Folks in career growth may look like career growth financially, right? Like they just want to make an extra seven, a more, you know, $7,000 more because their dad or their mom or the way they were raised or their principles or just the objective structure of their life currently, they believe if they've been at a company for X number of months or X number of years, or again, based off of personal endeavors or situations or responsibilities, they need that extra 7K. Career growth for other people may look like literal titles. Career growth for other people may look like tasks and opportunities and projects. Career growth for other people may look like access, right? Exposure, insights, information strategy, because it's connected to, you know, uh, a three-year goal down the road, a a new role, uh, a new career endeavor. Maybe they're looking to step away from the workforce and start their own brand. Career growth looks a lot different for every single person. And so number one, what I always push every single founder, every single leader, every single manager at the startup level is to number one, articulate that truth. Make sure every single employee understands and educate them around the different aspects and the different angles of career growth, because we all don't know what career growth really means. Again, most people typically think about it from the lens of more money, new, new job title, new role, case closed. They're not really understanding that there can be things that are a little bit more fluid and flexible. They're not understanding that if you are someone that loves marketing, but at the same time, you're looking to maybe jump into HR, you may be able to go over to the HR department and spend 20% of your role over the next six months dabbling and tasting and experiencing employer branding, right? Most people may not know the crossover between those two functions, right? Most people may not know that if you're in love with operations and processes that you may not have a quote unquote COO or director of operations role available technically, but you may be able to stay into your finance department, if you will, and redo some of the processes there and help the CFO get a little bit more organized from an operational standpoint. So again, you have to number one, in my personal opinion, understand what you have. Number one, you have to educate them around the different angles and the aspects and the ways career growth can look like. And then number two, twice a year at a minimum, each department, each team member, each employee inside the entire company should have a conversation with the manager and the organization overall should understand what everyone's looking for when it comes to career growth currently, actively. And that's why I say twice a year, because 
I'm the type of guy, based off the fact that I've hired folks, I've partnered with folks, uh, I've built teams, I've had folks change their mind within a six-month window. Like, I know how this shit really goes. It just happened to me recently. I have an amazing um, partner and co-founder in, in Beyond Resume. Her name is Jessica. And Jessica's deciding to do some different things career-wise when just when just three months ago, excuse me, her, her path and her, you know, her, her decisions and, and her career trajectory looked a lot different, but things changed. Her thoughts changed, her perspectives changed, her desires changed. And so there's a lot that can happen there that, um, that just a lot of people are not privy to when it comes to leadership and management and, and really helping, you know, folks in your career. So practically, right, getting to the, the brass tacks of it all, tactically, twice a year, a manager inside of a department and the head of people structuring this should have conversations with every single employee within every single department and ask that question. What does career growth look like for you right now? And when asking that question, they should already be educated around what career growth looks like. And then once you give them the information, you can then utilize that data to dictate whether you need to put them on an ID plan, IDP plan, whether you as the head of people need to go over to the CFO and look into the finances and say, are there special projects, tasks, roles, things we can do to give them and get them an extra 7K for this year? You know, are there, you know, cross organizational skill development that can happen? Can we take someone from the HR department and put them into the finance department because they want to understand a couple other things? But maybe there isn't a role within finance currently. But again, we may be able to get them some exposure and some access and some experiences, 20 percent of their role for this upcoming year. And so the punchline is the following. It is your job, in my personal opinion, as a leader, as an HR leader, as a manager to understand the career growth aspirations and the, and the career growth needs and preferences on a by six month period of time, twice a year, my personal opinion. Because again, I know how quickly folks' minds can change, especially folks that are between the ages of 25 to 35. 25 to 35 is such an interesting period of time because folks are maybe just having their first child. Folks are maybe just getting into marriage. Folks are still very confused and excited and and curious and and, and complex when it comes to where they want to go and what they want to do career-wise. There's a lot of change that can happen. There's a lot of change going on within their own mind. And so at the end of the day, you have to keep a pulse on that. I guess getting getting even a little bit more tactical, I believe that and you guys know this, HRIS systems, Airtables, Asanas, there's all different types of tools and information and processes that you can utilize this data. A head of people should be the one curating and storing all this data. A manager should be privy to where that data exists and they should be, you know, looking over and reviewing that data prior to the next conversation. You know, there should be monthly and weekly conversations so that when you get into that six month conversation, you're not so shocked by the the thoughts and the perspectives. Frankly, you should be fully um, understood and engaged and, and up to date with where they want to go and what they want to do. And frankly, have a somewhat of a, a plan prepared if you're a manager walking into that conversation. But again, at the holistic organizational structure and, 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 and perspective, twice a year, every single company, every single person in that company, whether you have 12 people, you have 180 people, you have 5,000 5, people, you should be asking those questions 
And then once you get the data, the manager of that department, the head of people of the organization, the, the head of the department overall, folks should be really putting together a plan to figure out if we need to put them on an IDP plan. Do we need to look into the finances? Do we need to bring them over and give them more exposure? What do we need to do to give them exactly what they're looking for? Because that's the punchline. It makes no sense to do any of those conversations and attract any of that data if you're going to do nothing with it. And I don't want to hear we got busy, we got lazy, other things took priority. Organizations, listen up. Founders, listen up. You need to bake this into the responsibilities of the managers and the department heads. Make the time. Literally bake it into their job description and their responsibilities and the way that you judge them. Bake it into their OKRs and their KPIs that are connected to their role. So I don't want to, I no longer want to hear they don't have the time. Bake it into the literal structure of the time. And so when you set your goals at an organizational level, and when you set your goals at a department level, and you, when you set your goals at a team level, bake in the 20% or 30% of the coaching and development and, and curation of understanding each and every employee individually into the time that the manager is spending executing their role at a high level. Because I no longer want to hear this is a great thing in theory level, but it's really hard to practically put it in place. Push your goals back 12 months. Give them time. Recreate the responsibilities and their efforts on a 40, uh, 40 hour a week basis. So I don't know. I believe in it. I know it works. It should work. It does work. Hope you guys find value.